Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. This is episode 63. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Okay, Adina, right? Adina? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm recording now. Um, I will, uh, so I just, I guess just tell us about Concussion UFT and, uh, or you, whatever, it's, what's it called? The UFT Concussion Legacy Foundation? Yes, yeah. So uh, the Concussion Legacy Foundation of Canada um, has an initiative where um, they uh, have chapters at different universities, um, and these chapters are called, uh, the name is Team Up Against Concussions. Um, and so essentially our goal is to provide free 30-minute concussion education sessions to um, sports teams and schools in our community. So um, it's really a great, uh, great initiative on the Concussion Legacy Foundation's part um, in that they get get to uh, get exposure in different communities and then it's student volunteers that are uh, presenting the concussion so the students uh, like high school students for example uh, they get to relate and meet to uh, meet university students that are interested in concussions um, and oftentimes have had concussions themselves as well so um, a lot of the members in the chapter that I lead um, they've had concussions themselves often, so they can really relate uh, to the information that they're presenting and share their own stories. Um, and it's really a great way to um, to get the word out there because, I mean, as yeah. as you know, we all know in the concussion community, it's still yeah. not um, people just don't know yeah. um, and it doesn't get as much exposure as it should and people don't take it as seriously as they should. Um, so yeah, essentially what we do is we go out to schools in the greater Toronto area as well as sports teams. Um, and we do these 30 or 40 minute presentations. Um, some of our presentations, we kind of gear it to the age group. So there's basic concussion information as well as, uh, information on return to play protocol protocols. 
Um, but if we have an older group, we might include uh, some information on uh, CTE as well, especially for um, groups that we know are perhaps more interested in pursuing science yeah. later in life. Yeah. So we try to taper it to who our audience is. Um, but something that's great as well is we've also had interest from teachers um, or adults. So uh, we've had members do presentations for um, at staff meetings, uh, which is really great because then they take that information and hopefully they they pass that on to their so, students. So what what's the youngest what's the youngest group you've talked to? So the or, youngest I've the youngest done generally. Was, yeah, the youngest I've done was at a Montessori school that had like a mixed age group. So the youngest there was probably like grade one and two. Okay. And are they were they very they obviously didn't really know what to how did you talk how did you talk to them? If you're explaining to a to a ten year old or like an eight year old, how would you yeah. what would you say about concussions? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. So we are taught to kind of present it in um, in an interactive way. So we'll yeah. ask the kids lots of questions. So I usually would start with asking the kids, have have any of you had a concussion? And yeah. uh, does somebody want to explain to me what they think a concussion is? So yeah. that's where I would usually start. Yeah. Uh, but we animations as well so like if you uh, you know those animations where you kind of see the brain um as it hits the side of the scalp and the jelly uh, so, the jello one yeah. the jello yeah exactly yeah. so we'll use visuals like that to explain yeah. it to younger kids because of course it is it is an invisible injury injury yeah. right so it yeah. is so i completely understand especially for younger um younger people it is really difficult to wrap your head around um, but yeah, so basically that would be how I would approach it for younger kids. We'd use a lot of visuals, really have like a conversation with the class, see what they already know, and go from there. And how did uh, how did you how did Dina get involved with the concussion leg experimentation in U of T? Did you, was your was your idea to start up this this chapter or? Uh, so yeah, actually, uh, no, that's a, that's a great question. So I'm in the faculty of kinesiology at, um, at the university of Toronto. Uh, so I did learn stuff about concussions. It was something I was very interested in. Um, and then actually, um, a student named Sabrina, who's, she now lives in Quebec. Um, but, uh, she had kind of, um, like tried to bring the chapter to U of T. Um, but before it was really, um, like stabilized, she ended up moving to Quebec. So I, offered to take it over and okay. uh, we went from there so um yeah we are still fairly we're still fairly new because i know that you have spoken to another director of a team up against mcgill yeah mcgill and yeah. western and uh well heads up can is not because they're going to talk to queens as well but uh, queens is not in the in the foundation team up chapter that i know of yet maybe they are now yeah. and i don't want to speak out of school, but, uh, you know. So. Yeah. Well, it's actually, it's, it's, it's interesting. There's a, actually a lot of Concussion Legacy Foundation chapters. There's, I mean, there's actually quite a lot in the U.S., a couple in Australia. Yeah. And then we've got a lot in Ontario here because, like, McMaster yeah. has one. Um, like you said, Laurier, um, Western, McGill, et cetera. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, it's it's great. And hopefully it'll grow even more, maybe to more in the other provinces as Does, well. Do any of the provinces have, like, BC or, 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 or I know Quebec has McGill, but I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know off the off the very top of my head. I think there, I think there might have been one in, I think there might be one in BC, but I think we don't have any in the prairies or anything. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. and uh, was gonna, oh yeah, so what are you doing at, in faculty of kinesiology? 
Oh, sorry. What, what I was. What doing do you was... What do you do in the faculty of kinesiology? Yeah, so I'm I'm a third year student, so okay. finishing up my third year of undergraduate, yeah. um, and um, I, I feel like in our faculty concussions are uh, quite recognized. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Uh, we have um, courses that are like solely based on concussions. Um, a couple of electives that people can take. We do have research yes. in our faculty um, uh, regarding concussions, and then we also have. Uh, placement. So, uh, for example, I did my placement at Women's College Hospital this past year. But um, where's that? Of, that's in Toronto, I see. That is in that. Yeah, that's yeah. in uh, in downtown Toronto. And then, okay. um, for example, one of the other members um, in our um, chapter, she did her placement um, also at a Toronto hospital, but in concussion research. So uh, it is quite prevalent in at U of T. I feel like people do tend to talk about it. Um, but I mean, we always we always want to increase that even more right so yeah. the more people know about it the more people will take it seriously and hopefully we can reduce yeah yeah reduce it did you personally have any uh any like any history with concussions or do you have any exposure to them yourself um i'm i'm fairly lucky i did have one concussion actually interestingly after i joined the the club oh yeah yeah, but not like I mean I was very lucky a fairly minor concussion. Yeah. Um not like not high impact or anything um or not rel relatively speaking not high impact. There are some members of um our our chapter that do have post concussion syndrome, quite fairly severe post concussion syndrome actually. Um so I would consider myself very lucky, but I'm I learn a lot from the people that are still suffering because um it, it just makes me realize how incredibly serious it can be um and i've actually also spoken to teaching assistants who work in my faculty with post-concussion syndrome and um i mean as i mean i'm sure you've spoken on many of your podcasts yeah. about your own experience but it is i mean it, it's really it's tough right it's very uh it's uh, it's a like it's a heavy subject because people don't realize how serious it is and yet it impacts your your life every day yeah yeah so you guys, are you guys uh Linked with the Concussion Clinic or the Concussion King, King Concussion Collaborative, whatever it's called, at U of no, T? No, uh, no, not at the moment. We are affiliated with the Concussion Legacy Foundation and also the Toronto District School Board, but um, not not at this moment. No. So, uh, so when you when you do at high schools and stuff, do you talk to all students? Or do you talk to just mostly like football teams or rugby teams or soccer teams or? Do you talk to just all the general assembly of students? Yeah, so we basically leave it up to the school. So I have done presentations okay. for entire schools at in like large um, gymnasiums, um, but then sometimes if the if you know the teachers can't um, can't fit in for all the classes, uh, what we'll do is we'll speak to um, there's been there's a couple schools in Toronto that have like special kind of streamlined courses for students that do high performance sport. So oh, then we yeah. might talk to those students. But something that's really interesting actually is um, it's so important to speak I think to children of different demographics because yeah. uh, for example I mean concussions still are not really you know, not taken as seriously as they should. But in competitive sport, at least the coaches do have, I mean, maybe not a perfect idea of what a concussion is, it's but a general it. idea. But we did a couple of presentations actually in a school in a, in a slightly underprivileged area in in Toronto and uh, slightly lower socioeconomic status. And I found that 
a lot of those children, they did say, oh, you know what, based on what you're telling me, I think I have had a concussion before, but it wasn't during organized sport. It was like during street play. So maybe like um, yeah. hockey on okay. the, you know, like ball hockey or okay, um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, street hockey, stuff like that. So if there wasn't necessarily as much support for them, um, so, you know, opposed to when if there's a coach there, then yeah. the student still has more support that but if you're just like playing on with your friends and you get a concussion then there's i mean no trainer. there's no support yeah. so it's really concerning so i think especially for um for students like that it's so important that um we are able to offer them that knowledge all, the knowledge that they deserve to have so yeah, yeah do you find that most uh, when you go to high schools just generally do you find that even just so not just sports teams but for the general audience do you find that a lot of people say that they've had concussions or they think they may have had one. Do you find that comes a lot? Yeah. I mean, I've never done a presentation where nobody had had a concussion. Okay. But um, I definitely think a lot of them are very honest in that they didn't take it seriously enough or they didn't take yeah. time off. So, um, yeah, they're, I'm, they don't take enough time to rest. But I do think the concussions are, I mean – prevalent in every every age group every and, school and are they willing to talk willing to talk about it or are they just or more silent want to keep say i i'm bad one it's no big deal whatever don't want to figure out some student work but are they yeah. actually want to talk about what they're feeling it's, what they're going through yeah well i mean like some of that they because one of the questions that i ask when i do presentations or when we do presentations is what symptoms um, like, could you give me some examples of symptoms you may have uh, experienced so we can get the ball rolling there? Because, of course, there's the I mean, the variety of symptoms that one can get from a concussion are so variant that um, makes diagnosis very difficult, too. So I, I always ask yeah. them, what type of symptoms um, have you experienced could be different for you versus your friend? So let's compare, let's contrast. Um, so some of them do talk about it. Sometimes, of course, you have to get them a little comfortable first before, I mean, speaking up in front of your peers can always be daunting. And especially like you say, um, yeah, if you maybe have, like, if you feel a bit vulnerable talking about it, yeah. of course, we would never pressure somebody, but no. we always ask for volunteers to share their experience if they're comfortable. So I know I'm right now, obviously you're not doing any, any schools, but, uh, so now is a difficult time to get anybody interested in any way to, Want to, I mean, I know my podcast is not, not many listeners. I find people are bombarded with a lot of health news otherwise. So, and those are another health health crisis, whatever they call it. Like, it's concussions, concussions, concussions are, then, you know, that's not really an interest to do that now. But, uh, what do, what do you, so what do you have to eat now? Is, are you, are you guys are closed or are you doing exams now? What's going on with U of T? South, like students was. Yeah, so the University of Toronto, yeah, we are closed. Uh, well, I mean, our school is still going on. So I, uh, like last night, I had a assignment due. I still have another exam. So yeah, we do. We're still learning. We're still doing our exams, but we are closed. So that does make it, of course, difficult. Any presentations we had yeah. planned canceled, yeah. of course. Uh, so after we, we are going to wait for our exams to be over, just so that our members, you know, we can yeah. get our exams um exams completed but we're hoping to maybe do a couple zoom sessions where we talk yeah. about concussions um i know that some of the other chapters actually have support groups um so I, like i went to mcgill mcgill's actually free so at the mcgill's support group if you can diffuse yeah, them they're really good yeah 
Works. Yeah, no, they're incredible. They're really um they're they have they're definitely like working on getting everything digital and stuff, which is I mean something that we're all we're all just gonna have to come yeah. to terms with yeah, and start exactly. doing, right, given the, the situation. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. So, so I mean, so you're playing for, for next year, yes, for... You hope for fourth year to start in September, hopefully, just uh, your fourth year, or you don't. Yeah, you're I, not, mean, I, I wish I could tell you, right? Like yeah, it's so exactly. in the air. I'm, I'm honestly just preparing for whatever. I mean, I could also see it. I'm, yeah, I, on, I, I can't sp- speak on behalf of yeah. the University of Toronto, but who knows, right? I mean, health has to be prioritized, so maybe we'll be like closed for longer. Who knows? And what? Uh, well, just for you personally, what? What uh? What time did you did you pass in last night? And what exam did you have come up? Oh, um, I had a sports medicine assignment uh, due last night, and then I have um, I've, I'm taking an immunology course, so it's called the immune oh, system right. and infectious. That's interesting. Now, 
I know, right? Yeah, very <laughs> applicable to the news. So um, that's what I'll be studying for in the next um, next uh, week or so. And then I have that exam. And then I will be done third year. So Do you study yeah. viruses and like recumbent, recumbent DNA and stuff? or Yeah, so, so stuff like that. That's definitely yeah. uh, some of the topics that are covered. That's a, yeah, it's me. Uh, I think the, will there be any coronavirus questions, you think? Or do you anticipate? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's so it is really a weird like doing everything online is yeah I mean I mean of course we were all online a lot before but this is unprecedented and I'm also thinking of when I think of people that might still have post concussion syndromes yeah. I mean if screens are a trigger for them of course this is yeah. brutal so um, yeah it's it's so I'm that's why one of the reasons why I think it's great that McGill are, is doing those support groups because. Um, like this is a difficult time for everyone. So if you're still suffering from post-concussion syndromes, then I mean, it, the, the time is even more difficult. Yeah. And the good thing about it also with online, like I saying, I did that concussion, concussion support group with Miguel last week and two weeks ago. And both this is now recording on April 10th. Is it? Is it today? Yeah. Friday the 10th. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I doubt the like last week, two weeks ago, but um, you can also just, don't even put on your video and just have your headphones attached to your computer and just turn it away or whatever and not have video you can just speak you don't need to see you don't need to see people to hear them like this podcast is not visual so you can just listen to it just like don't don't no point to try anything turn anything computer screen screen at it just because it's there if it feels uncomfortable then don't do it but uh um, yeah yeah i know i know like there's a weird i think we did a podcast uh well, I did it last week. That was put on put it on Tuesday, mm -hmm. on last Thursday, but with the Brain Injury Canada, and uh, and they talked about coping mechanisms and and challenges they have for people with brain injury and stuff, and that's a great thing. And was, and Michelle Michelle McDonald, the president, the executive director of Brain Injury Canada, was saying that that it's just it's a difficult time for people with brain injury, and like and people have like obviously. A lot of time spending your time, you're spending a lot of time alone anyway, and you're spending a lot of time away from yeah. people, and uh, it's just good to be able to get out. Like, you don't have a, any any way to vent to get out to just see people. If you see somebody, like maybe, oh, you don't get to see people much, but I see, them, see someone once a week. You can't even do that now. You just gotta. Yeah. It's just. It, just... It, it's so unfortunate. And also, um, I mean, many people also know that um, concussions can also have mental health implications. Yeah. So they are already, um, I mean, they're already um, as assuming that like the COVID pandemic could already have yeah. um, mental health implications for the general public. So if you're already at a higher risk because you're potentially struggling with symptoms or something, it just, um, you know, amalgamates that, that the possible risk of uh, mental health problems. So, it, yeah, yeah, it's definitely important that we keep the support up. The Concussion Legacy Foundation actually is also doing Zoom sessions on nice. Mondays and Fridays uh, nice. for brain health routines. Is so that if just any for you guys or anybody, you're just from the the big so, center uh, in Boston, or um, yeah. So it is. Um, I'm. It is a, some. It is a the prof a professional from uh, New York City who's actually. Okay. Um, like sharing his expertise, but um, both the Concussion Legacy Foundation of Canada and the one in the United States is is promoting it. But um, anybody is welcome to um, 
um, to uh, email to get the Zoom yeah. link. And um, Mondays and Fridays weekly, they're doing it. So I highly, highly recommend it. At what, recommend what time, general time, or just Mondays and Fridays? I know on Friday it's at 3.30, and then I just have to double-check for um, – it's – just double checking on the Monday. I don't yeah. want to give you the wrong information. No worries. Yeah, but um, so that's a great opportunity as well. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this yeah. Is just yeah. It'll be I'll... interesting to see how everything progresses. Yeah. I'll just either cut out this dead air or let this go and just feel like talking like I'm doing right now randomly, just speaking my speaking of nothing and saying nothing, but just keeping people interested. And I'm watching CBC now in the background. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, do you see the time there now at all? No. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, yeah I do. So um. It is okay. So yeah, on Mondays it's at 11 a.m. and then the one on Friday is at 3:30. Um, and it is, um, and um, I said already that it is um, expertise from New York City. Um, yeah. But um, his name is Mr. Ben uh, Velasquez, and he's a corrective exercise specialist. Okay. So if any are interested in that, um, you can email uh, Brooks at concussionfoundation.ca. Um, and he can send you a Zoom link to join for next week if that's something that you're interested in. I think I actually talked to Jeff Brooks from he went to Western and did his PhD or master. He was doing his bachelor's when I talked he to Jeff that. Brooks in like on the episode like eight or something early, really early on the minds. Yeah, so I work closely with I work closely with Jeff. Jeff is um. Um, what Jeff um, does for us is um, he's he kind of communicates with all the chapter heads. He uh, supports us in our initiatives, advises us, and uh, uh, we have actually monthly conference calls with him as well. So he's really he's great. He's been um, he's been a great help in setting up the the chapters. And I'll ask you on speaking of that, uh, does he help you with recruiting? And how do you, or if not, how do you find people to join? Or would you have a sheet like next now is not really the time to talk, but like in normal circumstances, what would you do to get people to to alert people to do it? UFT concussion Foundation. Yeah. So um, what I what I actually did is I asked my um, uh, faculty uh, if they could send out an email on my behalf to all the students in the faculty of kinesiology, um, just to um, like an email that explained what we did yeah, and yeah. what type. Of we were looking for um and so that's how i did the recruiting it is difficult especially if you're trying to recruit in the middle of the year because i mean the toronto we do uh you know we're known for uh we have a we're hustling a lot we have a lot of uh assignments and stuff often so um but i did get a lot of interest and um it is too bad that the the pandemic happened in this regard as well because um we were really at the stage where we were solidifying everything um, and training a lot of new volunteers and everything. But of course, a lot of those types of operations have, have halted at this point or just, we had to press pause on some stuff like that, but um, yeah. So we're going to try to go as digital as possible. And otherwise when things go back to normal, pick up as quickly as possible. And if things were normal school year ends April 30th or, Yes, that's correct. So yeah. you guys would do you guys wouldn't do any school presentations, school presentations in 
mayor did you have any sign down for for mayor june yeah we we were also um hoping to do like to present at camps in the summer um or do a couple of camp presentations you know like summer camps for yeah. uh for kids because that's a op- good opportunity to yeah. reach a lot of uh, children as well but um and yeah they're again, out there playing sports and playing games and doing activities that could lead yeah, to depression exactly. yeah that's so true. And then also U of T actually puts on camp. So the camp U of T, um, is, um, a popular camp in, in the city, in the city of Toronto. So, what's camp U of T? Yeah. So camp U of T it's, um, there are camps at the university of Toronto that, um, uh, are, are they there every year? They even have ones in March break as well. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's basically summer camps or March break camps, Okay. for children in Toronto and um they do a lot of exercise um you know they get to get to use the U of T facilities um so yeah that's um i i, I think probably other universities do um yeah, do similar yeah, things yeah i think Memorial, Memorial here does Memorial University of Newfoundland ram they they do that they do i went to a few uh, computer and basketball camps when i was younger the basketball, okay, cool. basketball. I'm not very good at it, but I went there. <laughs> I went there like yeah. twice. At, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was back in the day, and uh, yeah, so uh, I was you were saying, so you're you you do that this summer, if of course now, if if this is normal times, which is not, but uh, you go to camps and present. How many, how many people are in your in your group? In... Yeah, so we've uh, we've really grown recently. So we are uh, sitting at about twenty people right now, nice. um, and some of which we were we were about to uh, train, but of course that um, yeah. didn't because we do have to train um, our members on how to present the presentation. Um, we also have within those twenty uh, people, we have a public outreach committee. So um, those uh, volunteers they are, they um, email schools and sports teams and try to set up. Um, meetings or presentations rather and then uh, we also have a social media committee so uh, we're still um, the social media committee um, as well as myself we're still trying to keep our social media up to date of course we can spread um, information digitally Um, and then um, and then we also were working on a fundraiser which was going to be happening in in late March Mm. Um, but again (laughs) that didn't as well but um you know that's okay we um do you have any we, conti- contingencies for that or sorry do you have any contingencies for contingencies for that for your fundraiser no not really it was it's just going to be like a, a fairly relaxed first first fundraiser at our at our faculty so um Good but again, me campaign <laughs> yeah so nothing nothing too big but um um yeah we were just gonna you know be um uh, just raise some money for the for the group but um you know that's um that's okay we'll pick all of that up when things go back to normal and otherwise yeah, we'll try to yeah. spread as much concussion awareness online as we can and uh 20 hours that's pretty good because i just because you guys are brother as you were saying to me earlier you're in your selling infant selling your infancy really and uh just so i know social media i just saw you guys on social media recently so you guys just started yet or just started your social media campaign or just started at U of T and sort of that at the same time. So Yeah, so we are very new, definitely. Like our um our Instagram is very new, Facebook's a little older, but um uh we are yeah, we're definitely still a younger chapter in comparison to some of the other Ontario chapters. Right. But hopefully we will, you know, grow and yeah. um 
and be able to take on more initiatives at yeah, um, yeah, big audience there in Toronto. Exactly. Yeah, it's so true. And something else uh, actually exciting um, that we also try to promote ex events that either other um, chapters are doing, such as those um, uh, Zoom uh, online support meetings, um, but also events that the Concussion Legacy Foundation is putting on. For example, in uh, February 7th and 8th, we had um, at Ryerson, actually, the Concussion Legacy Foundation hosted a massive Brains and Brawn event, it was called. So it was a 24-hour design challenge as well as a, um, a symposium. So we went to that as well. Jeff was there too. It was abs an, an amazing event. I was really blown away. And they had um, they had medical doctors and uh, and physios and researchers from all sorts of um, like very high profile teams. Like they also, um, for example, they had a physio from the LA Clippers that came oh. in from LA. Um, it was really, but it was just like really insightful to hear all of their perspectives on concussion. So uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, so it's does, just does, does Ryerson have its own chapter or is there just do use, just use the facilities at Ryerson? Uh, yeah, so they were just uh, using the facilities there at that point. Although um, I do believe that um, I wasn't very involved in the design challenge because I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in the te yeah. technology field, but yeah. um, I, I do believe there was an affiliation um, with the um, from the tech side, like from the the hackathon side of the Brains and Brawn event. They were affiliated with Ryerson, but from what I was told, Ryerson is wanting to start their own chapter now as well. So potentially my chap like the chapter at the university of toronto and the ryerson chapter once they've started maybe we can collaborate uh being that we're so close together right in yeah downtown. you guys are just next door i mean i know uft a bit i know where it is i know it, it's all over toronto but i think ryerson i know is down like young and young dundas young Dun oh it's right down i know that they're that deep okay okay yeah, you guys yeah. are you guys, are, really you guys are, I know, like, Bloor and, Bloor and, like, University Avenue, but that's, Avenue is, that Road, the yeah. West, is that the West side, or? Uh, yeah, well, we actually, we also go, um, like, pretty south, too, so college and university is, See, uh. College makes sense, that's, that's the pursuit I was forgetting. Yeah, and then, but we even go, it's crazy, like, the, the physical therapy school is even south of college, um, oh, yeah. like. Yeah, actually, significantly south of of uh, college. So, um, yeah, you're right. We're we're spread out everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's good though. So, uh, did you? This has been a very informative thing, and hopefully, you'll get some more. I know, and now it's a tough time to do any recruiting, recruiting for anything, especially for anything health related. Related, it's a difficult time to find anybody to really want to join that. That's not the one does to hear many more health health challenges, but. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to like to let people in Toronto or U of T or just in general know about U of T Concussion Legacy Foundation or concussions in general? Yeah, so um, something else that I would say is that um, it's just really important to take care of um, your mental health and general well-being through these tough times especially. Um, but another thing is that you should always take your health seriously. Um, for example, like if you if you go out for a run right now or something and you end up, you know, hitting your head in some way or, or you feel that you might be concussed, um, I think a lot of people would probably be inclined to not go see a doctor right now, given right. the circumstances. Yeah. But I think yeah. that – but, and for example, I saw um, – I've been reading up um, articles and stats right now and they, they have – 
a lot less um, hospital visits for yeah. other illnesses. Like, for example, like um, uh, heart in- illnesses, not as many yeah. people checking into the hospital for things like that. And because the emergency procedures yeah. are canceled and stuff. Yeah, and of course, yeah. I completely understand that. But at the same time, um, as you've seen with, you know, yourself and others yeah. in my chapter as well, the concussion symptoms are can Accidents be... do happen, yeah. Yeah, and they can happen um, and they can stay for years on end. Yeah. So I think it's always important to be better safe and sorry. I'm a strong advocate for, um, you know, take, if you don't know if your situation is serious or not just take it seriously anyway because you'll thank yourself in the future so um you know i just think that you should always all like always self-analyze if you have had some type of accident you should just if you even feel any symptoms at all or feel anything out of like out of the ordinary i think it is always best to seek medical help that's a very good point yeah so uh, in the healthy people will hear this and want to get involved but whatever way they can, but so how can they find UFD concussion either say when you eventually can't go out and go places more freely or, or online or online. Or, uh, you you mean like how they can get in touch with us? Either way, yeah. Online or if they actually go out and find you. But I mean, that's yeah. probably not so insane. For sure. So um, yeah, so our Facebook uh, page is called Team Up Against Concussions U of T. So um, they can get in touch with, with us on Facebook there. On Instagram, um, we are on Instagram at, um, at U of T Concussion Legacy. Um, and then we, um, yeah, you're they're always welcome to reach out to us. Um, we um, are always happy to do presentations. Um, and um, we would also be very happy to do Zoom presentations if that's something that somebody is interested in. Um, they can also email, email us at teamuptoronto at concussionfoundation.ca. Um, and you know what, we're, we're always, whether or not you're interested in a presentation, we're also just happy to chat or, um, um, you know, we can't ov- obviously offer medical advice because we aren't medical professionals ourselves, but no. we are always happy to offer support or connect you with um, other people that uh, may be going through the same thing you are. Um, and hopefully we can reduce concussions, but also, um, you know, increase yeah. understanding and support that people who do have concussions can get. And finally, actually, we talked a little bit, I, I, I know I brought up really the uh, high schools, schools in general, but who else yeah. did you present to other than schools and schools and camps? Yeah. So, um, so sports teams, um, are also, um, so specifically like, um, again, it's, it's too bad. A lot of stuff was in the works that didn't end up happening. Yeah. Um, but some of our members are, um, like very, um, very accomplished in, in their sport. So like say soccer or hockey or something. Um, so then we were, um, you know, planning on going to like, a, a rep, um, rep soccer practice and do a presentation for them, um, or stuff like, uh, stuff like that. Um, I've also, um, done, um, like at, at certain private schools as well, they have very specific kind of streamlined sporting right. programs for, yes. for students that are potentially, maybe they'll be, um, going into like professional sports. Um, so it's always really interesting to do, um, presentations for them as well, because they have a, they have a very different perspective than the average person that given that they've been so integrated in like the, the sports world yeah. for their entire life yeah. um and um especially with 
with respect to, um, you know, that kind of um, mentality that people have in sports that they just want to tough it out and everything. I find students like that can really identify with that because they've kind of been living that for much of their life. Um, And so in in those situations, I think it's even more important to explain to them that you shouldn't tough it out just because you want to impress your coach or just because you want to get the scholarship or something, you got to, you have, you just have to prioritize like the longevity of your life and your, your overall well being is so much more important than um, something like that. So that's something I really try to hone in on, on presentations like that. Right. That's great. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for for recommend the podcast and hopefully again, hopefully people are listening to this and are can, shouldn't get involved with whoever you can get involved with the Christian Foundation or any concussion support group Zoom meetings are available as you said Monday and Mondays and Fridays so yeah Mondays and Fridays is the brain health um, Zoom meeting that they're holding uh, with the Concussion Legacy Foundation and then McGill is the one that is a separate thing so McGill is doing support which I went to one on Thursdays, but I also do one Tuesday nights, and I believe Saturdays. But again, visit McGill, McGill Concussion. It's, it's called a CLF McGill or McGill Concussion. McGill, yeah, look at McGill. The, they're or, also welcome to get in. If somebody wants to get in touch with us um, yeah. via Facebook, Instagram, or email, I'd be happy to get them in touch with McGill as well if that's something that they're interested in. So um, I've I've only heard great things about it. So I think that'll right. uh, that's a great opportunity. Great. Well, uh, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully people will reach out to UFT people in yet in Toronto and reach out to you guys too, and you can build something, educate people, and raise awareness of important another another important health issue so uh, i i totally agree thank you so much for having us and um it was wonderful meeting you nick thank you so much happy easter you too visit team up against concussions uft on facebook and uft concussion legacy on instagram and please follow me on twitter instagram facebook at concussion talk or visit my website at concussiontalk.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to be listening in soon. The music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.